Okay, you guys. So on this episode, I want to talk about moral depravity, but specifically, I want to talk about moral depravity happening in our U.S. government. Why? Why would I want to talk about that, you might ask? Well, because I'm always talking about that in relation to our entire country and the world as a whole. But I think it's very important to focus on the moral depravity that's happening specifically in Washington, D.C., amongst our leaders, the people who decided somehow in their brains that you know, they were morally, you know, able to lead people, that they were capable of being, you know, the best and expecting the highest standards of themselves so that they could lead other people and, you know, show them a better way of life and that people would really follow in their footsteps and and not be, you know, moral depravity creatures. But everybody is apparently a morally depraved creature. And it's true. We are all morally depraved human beings. We are disgusting. I have gone over repeatedly on this podcast that I am a Reformed Christian and my Reformed theology and how I do believe that from birth, because of the fall of man, we are all just inherently terrible and we just are. But I think it's important to focus on the moral depravity happening in D.C. because it's at a level that it's never really been at before. Um, You know, they're having gay sex in the judiciary hearing room now. So, um, you know, there's cocaine in the White House that they're finding. It's it's reaching a level. And today I heard that uh, Jill Biden's, one of her staffers, is ha- like having gay sexcapades on the job. And I'm just tired of seeing all of this moral depravity happening in our, in our country because I know that it's trickling down. I know that a lot of people are seeing our leaders behave this way. And to be honest, this is why a lot of people who are Democrats vote Democrat because they enjoy the lowest expectations that their leaders create for them. They see how morally depraved their leaders are and they think, yeah, you know, I want to vote for this person because then I don't have to feel so bad about what I'm doing in my own life. Um, you know, because just look, just look, you know, they're so eloquent, but so depraved. And I just like the idea that I can be eloquent and depraved at the same time. And that, you know, maybe together I can be literally depraved and fancy, like fancy depraved. I don't know what these people are thinking, but I do know that these Democrats are thinking, um, you know, th- this is why they vote for these Democrat leaders. They like the idea of low expectations. This is true for all Democrat voters. And I'm sorry, it's just true. Voters. Um it's just the fact of the matter. I mean, this is why they vote for them. This There's nothing is easier than being this Marxist, communist, little socialist uh, person who's like, you know what? I don't really want to work. And I would rather have the government hand me all of my needs. And you know what? And let's take it a step further. I want to be I want to be completely morally depraved. And I think it would be best if I just voted for these completely morally depraved leaders who, you know, they sound pretty charming. They sound pretty smart. And maybe I can be that way someday, too, where it's like, like I'm, I'm eloquent and smart, but also depraved. I don't want to lose my depravity. It would hate. It would just be so bad and just such a shame if I were ever to grow and become any better and become any holier. It would just be such a shame. Is the mindset that I really think that a lot of these Democrat voters have. Um, of course, there are the Democrat voters that are just genuinely ignorant, and there are, you know, there are ones that claim to be ignorant but aren't, but just want to be depraved. So that's how I view the Democrat voters. But I want to zone in 
in on this episode and focus on the depravity that has been happening amongst Democrat leaders in particular, because I think it's important to point out the fact that if you will just flash back for one second, Jill Biden, back during the last presidential election, kept saying decency is on the ballot. Don't forget decency. Decency is on the ballot. Is gay sex in the Senate buildings? Is that decent to Democrats? Okay. Is that decent? Is having cocaine that obviously was Hunter Biden's cocaine just sitting in the White House? Is that decent? Is it decent to stop people from having their free speech, from having their free thought, from having their free opinions, from practicing their religion? Is that decent? Is it decent for Kamala Harris to quite clearly be high off of marijuana or whatever else, maybe something that Hunter Biden is giving her before she goes into all of these interviews where she's not making any sense at all and talking to everybody like they're two years old because she is actually what it actually is, is that she's completely inept. And so she has to talk in such a way where it makes it seem like, oh, I know exactly what I'm talking about. And poor you. It's so condescending the way that Kamala Harris talks, which is so ironic because she's so stupid and she is so clearly always on drugs. She's always on drugs. She has a history that Everybody knows about with drugs. She also, by the way, has a very sordid history with other types of extracurricular activities. Um, Does anybody remember Willie Brown? Does anybody remember him? I wonder how many powerful men uh, Kamala Harris has slept with uh, to get where she is. You know, you don't know. And it's very, very upsetting to me as a woman to know that the first, you know, quote unquote, she is a faux VP, but the first female VP that is supposedly the female VP is apparently and very obviously this drug addicted whore from California. It's like, I'm over it. Like, I'm so over all of these terrible people who are acting like they have uh, the moral high ground when they don't even believe in God. It has also been very upsetting for me to see how the Democrats have gone about celebrating Christmas, quote unquote. They're not really doing that. Um, Kamala Harris today was putting out a uh, what she, I don't know. She's just been putting out weird tweets where she's just like, the magic of the holiday season is, is something enjoy and uh, you know, that joy is the main reason for the quote unquote holiday season. Democrats hardly ever will ever say Christmas because it has Christ's name in it. And they know they're evil. OK, at the end of the day, these people know that they're evil. And so they feel uncomfortable uh, saying Christ's name. They also don't want to remind people about Jesus Christ. They they go out of their way to take prayer out of the schools, out of all public life, even though your faith is naturally going to follow you out of church into your life and that and you're free, you're free free to do that because religious freedom. Um, But they do everything that they can to take prayer out of every public area. They do everything that they can to discourage people from turning to God in times of need. They do everything that they can to try to get everybody to focus their attention on government when they are in times of trouble because they want to be everybody's savior. That is really the root of the reason why they hate Jesus Christ on the left, because you can't have this, um, you can't equally have in your mind that you're going to make the government God and also worship God. You have to pick one, okay? And because Democrats are predominantly evil, and I will just say that they are predominantly evil, um, they just are. You can look at their policies and see how unbiblical they are. If people would read their Bibles, then they would know that. Um, But I'm not saying that God is a Republican. I'm not saying God is a conservative. I am saying that conservative policies tend to line up with the Bible much more than Democrat policies do. And Democrats, you know, clearly just don't like 
like God that much. They just don't. And anytime they bring up God or Jesus' name, they are doing so in order to manipulate people. The Democrats love to manipulate people. That's what they're big into because they're at the end of the day, all they care about is power. All they care about is money. All they care about is status. They don't care about anything else. And if you all know anything about me, you know that I definitely care about achievements. I definitely care about being successful in terms of actually contributing things to society. Uh, But I don't as much care about the status of everything or the power or anything like that. And I can't. I can't because I love freedom and I love that people all get to have achievements and I want everybody to achieve things. That's why I'm a capitalist. I don't see another economic system that provides a means for everybody to be successful. You're going to have to put in work. You're going to have to try. You're going to have to do things that other people aren't willing to do, but you have just as much of a chance in America to be rich, or you did when it was actually, you know, a capitalist nation. Um, to be successful, you have just as much of a chance as anybody else, you know, depending on how much you work and how hard you work. And and it just it just depends. But I want everybody that is the true level playing field to me is capitalism and communists swoop in and they're all of their laziness and all of their uninspiredness and try to keep everybody down except for these people that they are trying to make God, uh, you know, the government, um, all of these people in government, which is very ironic because we're going to be talking about how depraved all of these leaders are in D.C. on this episode. Um, you, This just goes to prove you cannot make the government your God. They're going to let you down. What is happening right now in America is Rome is falling. This Our American empire is literally rotting from within the inside, and it is us, and it is us who are ruining ourselves. We always knew that if America was going to go under, it was going to be our doing. It wasn't going to be another nation that was going to be powerful enough to do it. We are the world's superpower. We're, we're very fastly dwindling to being just, you know, not able to do like a third world country, like really, um, and not having any power at all. Um, And that's because everybody has this victim mindset where they just want to make the government God, but you can't. You're learning. I hope that y'all are learning that you can't because look at what is happening. Cocaine in the White House, gay sex in the Senate, you know, Kamala Harris always being on drugs and the fact that she even slept her way to the top. Y'all, you have got to understand, you cannot put your faith in human beings. It doesn't matter what they promise you. It doesn't matter what they tell you or how they make you feel or, you know, if they're hitting all of the keywords that you were told to, you know, approve of. It doesn't matter. And I have also listened to Joe Biden speak recently. Um, and you can tell that, like, Democrat leaders are very much interested. Like, they try very hard to hit the keywords that they know are going to strike a nerve, strike a chord strike an emotion in their voters they know like they have psychologists teaching them how to manipulate people don't think that they don't um but it was just very clear to me the other day because usually at least you know the democrats will pretend to care about the things that they you know are their keywords and um but anyway i could tell that joe biden just didn't care at all he was just trying to fit the keywords in. And he did, but you could just tell there was no real compassion or care there. He just said what he knew he had to say. Uh, You know, whoever they, he keeps saying, they told me I can't say that. They told me I can't say this. They told me to say this. Um, You know, whatever they are telling Joe Biden, what keywords to hit, he's making sure to do that whenever his dementia allows him to. Um, But yeah, the and I totally think that it's Obama. I think Obama is behind all of this. Like I've been saying very much recently that I 
think that Obama is the captain of this shipwrecked ship that is America. Um, Obama is so shady to me, and I also believe he is a Muslim. I also believe that he is gay and that uh, Michelle Obama very well might be transgender. It wouldn't shock me. I know a lot of people on the internet have been talking about that. I can't prove that. Um, there are some a few pictures out there of her, um, but I can't prove that. I'm just saying that there's a lot of people who have come forward talking about how, uh, you know, Obama had gay flings with them while he was married, by the way. So that's, this is just, this is the moral depravity of the left, you guys. These are not people that you can look up to. And I'm not saying that Trump is a perfect person. He is not. But at least his morals are in the right place. At least he knows what is right. At least he'll say what is right. At least he'll try to do what is right. And as flawed human beings, that's just the best we can do. That's just the best we can do. I am flawed. I have so many things I wish I had never, ever, ever done in my life. I have a lot of things I wish I had never done. A lot of things I wish I had done that were right things to do that I didn't do because, frankly, I was too cowardly to do it in the moment. And I can say that. But we have to reach a place where we are more like Trump, where we will, you know, admit to our faults if we absolutely have to. We will do that. And but we are sticking to the principles that, you know, the Bible outlines for us to hold. It outlines what we should believe, you guys. It tells us what is right. It tells us what is wrong. And the Democrats try to twist that because they are morally weak and they don't even want to try to wrestle with their wickedness. They don't even want to try. So instead, they try to rebrand it. And just like the Muslims do, frankly, I mean, the Muslims, that's why they're into polygamy. That's why they're so misogynistic. That's why they're so violent. They are very weak men. And so they have decided that the instead of trying to fight these negative aspects of themselves, they have decided to embrace them and actually call them good and holy. Um, and so they brainwash their women and their children. And, uh, you know, the cycle continues. It's very sad. It's very Islam is very sad. I think a lot of people listen to me talk about Islam and they think, oh, wow, you're just such an Islamophobe. I've told y'all on this podcast, I am an Islamophobe. I'm proud to be an Islamophobe because Islamic theology is evil. It just is. If you look into it at all, you will see how violent and evil it is, how misogynistic it is, how pedophilic it is. You have to understand that it is not a good religion. And if you like that, I mean, you're just not somebody I would want to hang out with. I'm sorry, but yeah, I'm an Islamophobe and I'm not sorry. Um, there are a lot of people who like to claim ignorance when they are confronted with evil. They want to say, I just didn't know it was wrong. Um, but we're passing that point now in society, I think, where it's not just about saying, oh, I didn't know it was wrong. you pretending to be ignorant, either being ignorant or pretending to be. Mostly it's pretending to be ignorant. People, you know, is what I'm noticing is people are pretending to be ignorant so that they can do what they want to do and act like, oh, well, I just didn't know. So I didn't, I mean, you know, it wasn't that, I just didn't know. It wasn't that bad. Um, it is that bad. It is that bad. You have every opportunity with the Bible right there in front of you to know what is right and wrong. You are choosing to not know because you want to get away with a bunch of things that you know you shouldn't be doing. And that's just the truth of it. Be honest with yourself. Um, but it's, it's moving a different direction now in society where it's not just about, you know, saying you're claiming you were ignorant or being ignorant. Now it's like, it's just, they know and they clearly know, and they're clearly rejecting good and they're clearly rejecting morality. And they are pushing their depravity in our faces to let us know this is the new way of the country. And this is the way it's going 
going to be we're going to be having gay sex in the Senate buildings and you're going to deal with it. We're going to be having our cocaine in the White House and you're just going to deal with it. We're going to be selling out the country to Ukraine and you're just going to deal with it. Um, We're going to be sleeping with powerful men to get to our positions of power and you're just going to deal with it. Um, It's uh, you know, I'm not I'm not okay with this. And that is why we're going to be talking about this on this episode. So without further ado, this is another really long intro. Obviously, you guys can sit here. You can hear that I'm really fired up about this one, but I am. And I think everybody should be because um, it, it really does feel like we're losing the soul of our nation and everything after that is is going to crash down too. And then and then we're going to be nothing. I mean, we're just going to be nothing if we can't if we can't get back on a moral and godly path that is really the best and most prosperous path for all of us to be on. I um, yeah, I don't like watching Rome fall. I don't like watching I don't like watching America fall. Dang it. I always try to shorten my intros and then I look at the time and I'm like, okay, well, that was a long intro again. That's okay, though. That happens a lot on this podcast. You guys know that sometimes sometimes I do better and then sometimes I just go on a really long opening rant. But you know what? I get fired up about moral depravity, especially when it has to do with leaders who are, you know, more more is expected and more should be expected. I just get really mad about that. So anyway, um, before we get into everything, I do want to tell you guys about my coffee company. If you don't know, I do have a coffee company. It is called Reformed Roasters Company, and it is a coffee company that is dedicated to Reformed theology. You guys know that I'm a Reformed Christian, so I care very much about Reformed theology. So I decided to make a coffee company dedicated to that and a little bit about the coffee company Reformed Roasters Co. started out as an idea that we could bring more Reformed theology into people's lives via specialty coffee. We believe the best way to start your day is with a good coffee of Java and reading your Bible. Java and Jesus is the way to start your day. So if you guys want to check this out, I will have a link to my coffee company. And if you guys do decide to go soon, then you will get 10% off of your order. That is until Christmas at midnight. So technically I'm the 26th, but you you guys get it. You guys, you guys know me. Um, there's a lot of really funny named roasts on there. I love like coming up with names for those with my team, but we have an elected brew, total depravity decal. We're talking about depravity on this episode. We have a reformed roast, saintly perseverance roast has the most caffeine. So that's my personal favorite, but definitely check this out and let me know what you guys think and which is your favorite roast. If you try multiple ones, it's also a really great gift to give your Catholic friends, by the way, because a it's good coffee and they'll appreciate that. And B like you might, you might inspire them to, you know, step away from the Catholic church, get out of the Vatican, run, run away. Um, But yeah, so check that out if you guys. Uh, want to, I will have a link below. Okay, so back to the moral depravity of our U.S. government. Yay! It's so good to have some good news to share with you guys. Um, okay, so first let's go over this because it's the, you know, kind of the most recent thing that has happened that is morally depraved. Let's go over the Senate Democrat staffer caught filming gay sex tape in the judiciary hearing room. Uh, let's just go over it. Why don't we? Because why not? I'm going to read a piece of an article and then give you guys my 
my thoughts. Uh, this article is from the Daily Wire. If you guys want to, I, I definitely recommend that you guys subscribe to the Daily Wire. They have some really good content. Um, and I just believe in supporting other conservatives, especially, you know, conservatives trying to embark on these, you know, media companies and really get the news out. So I know that Candace and Ben had a little tiff, you know, recently, but still go support them. Um, let's get into this article. So it says explicit leaked video appears to show a man, a Senate Democrat staffer filming a sex video inside the Senate Judiciary Room. The Daily Caller obtained and released the recording of the alleged staffer having anal sex with another man who is not identified. Um, the alleged staffer can also be seen in a photo naked on all fours looking back at the camera on the table where senators often sit to ask questions during a hearing. It appears to be unprotected sex. The Daily Caller's Henry Rogers reports. Uh, quote, a source identified the room to the Daily Caller as the Senate Room Heart uh, 216, the Judiciary Room. Rogers continues, the uh, caller blurred out his face because his identity has not been confirmed. The caller reports that the video was posted in, quote unquote, a private chat room for gay men in politics. Quote unquote, Daily Caller reviewed the chat where the video leaked and confirmed it was shared in a private group for gay men in politics, writes Rogers. The video shows the alleged staffer naked on all fours on top of a table where U.S. senators sit during hearings. The spectator said, quote, the images and videos are explicit and conspicuously and deliberately contain the staffer's face. Um, a separate source familiar with the video confirmed to the Daily Wire that the staffer worked for a Democrat senator. The Washington Free Beacon reports that the staffer allegedly uh, is Aiden Mace Cesarowski. I do not know how to pronounce his name. He's not important enough for me to figure it out. I hate when these people do this kind of stuff and they're like, oh, I'm going to be so remembered and this is going to be so great. I'm going to be famous. And it's like, um, no, I'm not even going to research how to pronounce your name. You were a young gay kid that worked for a Democrat senator and you did this because you're morally depraved. Um, I didn't care. Um, I care be, that it's, you know, moral depravity is happening like at this level in our government, in our government buildings now um, at this point. But I do not care about this person's name. I do not care about how to pronounce it. I do not care what happens to this person, really, because, you know, bad, terrible person. Um, OK, so anyway, this guy, Mace Serovsky, has since responded to the allegations in a statement on social media saying that he has been, quote unquote, attacked for who I love. Oh, no, we don't care. We literally do not care. You don't need to go be gay uh, in the Senate hearing rooms, though. You don't need to do that. You can go to a hotel room. We don't really care about your gayness. This is obviously about you being disrespectful to our government and, you know, publicly funded buildings um, that are not for your gay sexcapades. So, um, so obviously, I knew that this guy was going to do this and say, oh, my gosh, they're coming after me because I'm homosexual. No, no, this would have been just as bad if it had been a heterosexual couple. I doubt that he was with this person. These The Democrats are also extremely promiscuous. Um, and so they're just disgusting. And unprotected sex, good luck with the STDs. Thank you, gay community, for supplying us with so many STDs. It's because of stuff like this. But anyway, um, am I a homophobe? I don't think so. I think that I just think that if God says something is wrong, then I'm going to have to agree with him. Um, 
Let's see. And that he would, quote, would never uh, disrespect my workplace. He said he would never disrespect uh, his workplace after he did um, and is, quote unquote, exploring what legal options are available to me. So he wants to go disrespect the American government buildings and then claim that he's been attacked. And now he's going to try to sue people for stating the obvious that this was morally depraved. Quote, this has been a difficult time for me as I have been attacked for who I love to pursue a political agenda. He wrote in a LinkedIn post, um, quote, while some of my actions in the past have shown poor judgment, I love my job and would never disrespect my workplace. Any attempts to characterize my actions otherwise are fabricated, and I will be exploring what legal options are available to me in these matters. Um, Good luck. I mean, mean, people should be coming after you for doing this. Um, Then there's breaking. This is from Greg Price, um, and his handle on Twitter is at Greg underscore price 11. He's a really good account for you guys to follow. If you're not already, he posts a lot of very good stuff that is just news that is happening in the moment. Um, I enjoy following him. But anyway, so he had posted a tweet saying, breaking Aiden Mace Seropsky posts a statement on LinkedIn after having sex in a Senate hearing room where he says that he is, quote unquote, being attacked for who I love to pursue a political agenda and that, quote unquote, I would never disrespect my workplace. So he was just emphasizing, um, basically the lunacy of what this guy, this gay guy decided to do and how he decided to handle the situation. And Democrats are also very bad at taking accountability. I've noticed like just really bad, like they just can't do it. Um, And I don't think it's that they can't. It's just that they won't because they're just very weak and they won't and they just can't because they won't. Um, So anyways, Politico Politico reported Saturday that Cardin's office told the outlet that Aiden Mace Seropsky is no longer employed by the U.S. Senate. Quote, we will have no further comment on this personal matter, the senator's office also said, according to Politico. Um, Let's see. In his statement, Mice, uh, Mace, whatever mouse. Seropsky also denies the allegation that he recently accosted Rep. uh, Max Miller, Republican Ohio, who is Jewish. Uh, Miller told the caller on Friday that a legislative aide for Cardin confronted him this week because he has shown support for Israel since Hamas, um, since their October 7th terrorist attack. The incident was witnessed by NBC News reporter Ali Vitali, who posted on X about it soon after after it happened. Quote unquote, snapshot from the halls of the Hill, colon, a House staffer just passed um, by a GOP rep Max Miller, who is Jewish and has been supportive of sending aid to Israel and said, quote unquote, free Palestine. Pretty rare and stunning to see staff challenge members to their faces this way, end quote. Um, so another quote, as for the accusations regarding Congressman Max Miller, I have never seen the congressman and had no opportunity or cause to yell or confront him is what Mace Seropsky said, the gay man. Um, when the caller contacted Cardin's office about the incident, they responded, quote unquote, are you sure you have the correct person? Having seen press reports, I understand this was a House staffer. Also, the person you mentioned is much more junior than an LD, so perhaps there was a mix-up and identification as well. Additional information would be of help. Um, so just no 
accountability taken all around, like not the office, not the guy, um, not even taking he wouldn't even take accountability for uh, costing the the Republican senator. So, um, you know, Democrats are the party of BLM and all of these very, very violent riots, um, Antifa, like burning down Minneapolis, like burning down all of these cities. And of course, the news goes and report reported on all of that and said, oh, these are mostly peaceful. These are mostly peaceful riots like riots aren't peaceful. Riots are riots. They are rioting. They are burning cities down. They are looting everything. They are murdering people. They are trying the Democrats to make they're trying to moralize immorality is what it is. They're trying to do. And they're trying to immoralize immoralize. Yes, they're trying to immoralize morality. And so it's a very big problem because it's like opposites day in America where we are just having to act like these things are normal and fine. And then when we point it out that it's not, then they don't take accountability and act like they have no idea what you're talking about. Um, Democrats claim amnesia when they don't want to take responsibility for their actions. They have always done this. Um, They do it all the time. They do it because they don't want to claim or, you know, admit that they were the party in our country that was that founded and kept slavery ongoing. They don't want to admit that Republicans were the abolitionists that freed the slaves. They don't want to admit that Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. They don't want to admit that's why they want to take all the statues down, by the way. Um, that's why the Joe Biden's administration was trying to take down um, a statue at Arlington Cemetery recently. It's because they want to take down all of the reminders in our country that they were the party of slavery. That they've been trying to play this, oh, the party switched card for it's like a very long time and it doesn't work anymore. And so now they're just trying to remove all evidence that they were the party of slavery in our country. Um, they were also the party trying to keep women down, trying to keep women away from being able to vote or work freely. And I am very traditional in regards to biblical gender roles. I believe that women should be at home with their children. I believe that women should be housekeepers, more women at least, and that, you know, women should serve their families and their husbands. And I feel like society was better off that way. But it has to be that women have the option to work, that women can vote. It has to be, um, you know, that people are just choosing on their own accord to do the right things in life. I'm not a fan of force. I do not think that anyone should be forced into things. Why? Because I worship a God of freedom. I worship a God who freed the Israelites from Egypt. I worship a God who wants us to willingly choose him. We have free will. He already knows what we're all going to do. He already knows everything. But I worship a God of justice and a God of freedom. And I wish more of you guys did the same. To be honest, I really do wish I really do wish that. Um, This whole thing with the gay staffer having unprotected sex in the Senate hearing room is just... It's not shocking to me because it's, you know, a Democrat, but it's shocking to me that we've gotten to this place in this country now where they're doing this in our most sacred places and they are having no shame about it and they are not taking accountability for it. And that tells me that it's just going to keep happening. Um, I have a problem with and I, you know, I really kind of think that this was also this guy trying to be like, look, the gays are in control now. I I do think that, you know, gay people should have just as many rights as everybody else. Basic human rights. Duh. But it seems like this um, just kind of hateful contempt kind of like, oh, well, look at me now. I'm a Senate 
aid and I'm having sex on the Senate hearing room table and roar. It's just like the feminists hear me roar. Um, it's just weird. It's weird and gross and disgusting and unbiblical and dumb. And I mean, you know, nobody really cares about this person's whatever. Like we do not want immoral stuff to be happening in government, whether you're gay, whether you're not gay. We don't want to see this much depravity from the people who are supposed to make us feel like our country is okay. Okay. It's just further proof that our country is not okay and that we really are Rome falling. We are America falling. You should all look into why Rome fell. It was because of stuff exactly like this. They had gotten so hedonistic, so depraved that their entire civilization started crumbling. And that is where we are right now. That is what is happening to our country right now. That is why Trump is always saying we are very fastly turning into a third world country. It's because we are. It's because we're like reverting back to being just like animals and like we are made in God's image and I wish we would act like it more. You're supposed to treat your body like a temple. Like why are why are you why? Why do these people think that they have it in them to go be leaders? I have noticed that a lot of people who do feel like they're called to be leaders just don't have a whole lot of self-awareness. They have a lot of narcissism. Perhaps they have a lot of ambition, but it's selfish ambition. It's, it's not, um, you know, they will charm people to get votes or to get into being a Senate aide. And then, but they're not, they're not fit to be in positions of power at all. And we have a job as Americans to make sure that people like that do not get into power. Okay. Okay, that is that is our job. Um, and don't forget that the government is our employee. Okay, we are the boss of our government in America, and may they never forget that. And I will always remind them. Um, you know, these these kinds of things cannot be happening. I'm gonna have to split this into multiple episodes. I thought it was gonna be a short episode, but I have a lot to say about a lot of this stuff, and we only covered like the tip of the iceberg when it comes to uh, liberal immoralness in in DC. So we have a lot more to talk about about. Um, and so we're going to end this episode here, but just, just make sure that other people, you know, don't share the video around of this because I know that a lot of people are sharing the video around of the actual sex act of these, you know, homosexuals. Don't do that. I don't think that, uh, that's a good idea because I know that a lot of kids are on social media and I don't understand why there's so much porn on social media. There's so much porn on social media already as is. So don't add to that by sharing around this video. Um, but make sure people know that this has happened adults and make sure that they are, you know, thinking in terms of why are we voting for these immoral Democrats? Why? Why would we do that? Why? Um, and, you know, just just show them and remind them that this stuff is happening. But don't share it around social media is what I would say. I, I really think it's um, just, you know, not good to be sharing the video around. And I will stand by that. But yeah, y'all, it's getting really immoral in America. And the best thing that we can all do is just strive to be as moral as we can. Um, read our Bibles and try our very, very best to follow God, because that is what we're called to do. That is what I I will continue to do. I will pray for all of you to have the strength to continue to do that. And I will see you guys here next time.